Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on 1629 SEN Hobart. Jack and Payne with Jack Revolt and Tim Payne. Welcome back to Jack and Payne right here on SEN Hobart and, of course, right around the country on the SEN app. Well, Payne, our next guest is, well, he's arguably, the, arguably, sorry, the most important person in football in Tasmania and that, of course, is the AFL Tasmania CEO, Damien Gill. Damien, thanks for joining us here on SEN. Thanks, Payne. Great to be on. Mate, uh, big week, um, big week, two sold-out AFL finals. Um, did you ever dream that when you picked up this job uh, a bit over a year ago that you'd be in charge of two AFL finals in the Apple Isle? Uh, short answer is no. Um, <laughs> it's amazing, absolutely amazing. I've been um, sort of chatting all week with people about, in terms of sporting events in Tassie, where does this sit? And uh, bouncing around with the... David Ingram, our historian who, who does bits and pieces, particularly around the Hall of Fame, reckons the only things that come closer around uh, Tassie beating Victoria um, in 1960 and 1990 and perhaps the first ever VFL match for Premiership points way back in 1952 at North Hobart. So uh, to say it's historic is an understatement. And, uh, yeah, it's just a real treat. Uh, when we thought we'd have one, um, I was delighted to get two and the quality of matchups that we've got on show. Um, yeah, it's awesome. I'm not surprised tickets sold out uh, in a mere matter of hours. Yeah, mate. Um, just logistically, I think some people are probably wondering why both games are being in, being played in Launceston. Can you explain to the listeners why that, that was decided? Yeah, I, I, I've uh, filtered a lot of those calls from uh, <laughs> mates that are uh, not at the southern end of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Um, well, I can understand people. It's a bit of an eyebrow raiser for people from the south, but um, there, there's a lot that goes into putting these games on show, and um, to have one venue that's able to house it all um, and have it all set up for a weekend um, makes it a whole lot easier, from particularly a COVID point of view, but also broadcast because the teams aren't flying in, flying out the same day. Uh, just ha- adds a layer of complexity to. Ha- so to have it all in one place, um, yeah, it was just the right way to go on this occasion. So uh, a bit of a shame for people from Hobart, but I, I think uh, Campbelltown will get a fair old workout. Uh, Zeps will sell out of most things, I think, on the way through. <laughs> Banjos. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I said, yeah. Tim, Tim Payne's already stated that he'll be going to Banjos on the way up there to uh, go and watch his Mighty Bombers. Now, this uh, the crowd has been capped at 10,000. Yeah, what are the chances of you getting Gutwin on the blower and saying, "Hey, can we can we push it up a little bit?" Because we have seen bigger crowds up there um, recently. Uh, is there is there a chance we may see a late increase? I don't think so. Um, I, I'd love to be wrong, but I, I think they'll be um, sticking at the ten thousand at this point in time. And it's a bit of a tricky one because part of me really wants to. Um, push and push and push and get it up as high as we can but um, the other part of me also looks at what the Tassie government's done around COVID 
um, with real admiration. And uh, I'm not in the business of second-guessing our public health people because they've done a terrific job. But, uh, yeah, if we could squeeze in a few more, I'd like it um, because the 10,000 sold out uh, pretty much straight away. But, yeah, I, I think they'll be more on the cautious end if I was guessing, Jack. Yeah, Gil, now just projecting forward, mate, to next week, have you had any discussions with the AFL and are we a chance to host another final next week? And if so, can we get the Bombers to Bell Reeve if they do win? (laughs) They've got to win first, um, Paney, and I reckon that might be a... I reckon that might be a problem. Albeit, I reckon the... Did you watch uh, us against them a few weeks ago? (laughs) Launceston crowd will be virtually a home crowd for the Dons, I reckon. Um, They'll be up and about. Um... Yeah, no, I've been involved in uh, conversations throughout the week and Tazzy's firmly in the mix for future footy. It just depends on a range of things. And as I'm sure you can both understand, it's a bit of a moving feast at the moment when it comes to COVID-19. And um, it's more about sort of the flow-on impact. So what that means for the week thereafter and the week thereafter that, um, particularly if the grand final has to move uh, to WA. So um, watch this space. But... uh, uh, we'll put on a good show this weekend. I'm confident of that. And then it might make us uh, a little bit more of an attractive proposition for the, for the week following. Yeah. If that final was to be played the, the week following, and from what I've been hearing is that um, that, that will, no side will return back to Victoria. So there's a, there is a good chance that if results go the right way, there will be a game in Tasmania, a semi-final. What are the chances of we having, like, is Bell Reeve more of an option then or is it still back to the same question of leaving everything because it's, it's come down to TV broadcasters and moving the truck. Will it stay at, at UTAS? I think, um, was it Travis Hall the other day say that um, at the moment as an AFL community we just need options and Tassie's options and I think the good thing is we have two options. So while Launceston and York Park's in use this weekend, um, I don't see why there's any reason we couldn't look at Bell Reef um, for the weekend after if um, things unfolded that way. Um, yeah, I might just steal a cliche. I'm sure you've trotted out uh, many times over your career, Jack. Uh, we'll just take it one week at a time. Um, see <laughs> mate, see I, how this Mate, I'm already forecasting and... for the grand final. I asked in, in episode one, we had Peter Gutwin for on. For Blunston. For Blunston, I asked right. in episode one, are we going to make a play for the AFL grand final? And as states continually fall over... It is. Well, it's not. Yeah. It's not out of the realms of possibilities that we could be playing the AFL Grand Final at Blunston Arena. We'd need a few things to obviously go wrong for other states, which we certainly don't wish upon them. But it's uh, we, we really have come from the clouds in terms of. Um, we'll, there's another football agenda we will talk to you in a second, but we've gone from possibly being told we can't have a license, then we can have a license, and now we're hosting AFL finals. Turning into the powerhouse state of AFL, in my eyes. Yeah, centre of the footy universe, and uh, that's the way it should be, I reckon. Um, but, yeah, oh, well, never say never. I was a little flat yesterday when I saw that it was sort of locked in Perth as the backup. I thought, oh, maybe we were half a sniff. But, um, no, it's, uh, yeah, we'll wait and see. As I say, let's put on a good show this weekend, and I'm sure we will. Um, I was up there for the Hawthorne Essendon game earlier on in the year, and uh, the Essendon fans were... Uh, ferocious on that occasion so I reckon your boys will be up and about Timmy yeah it'll be a great atmosphere there's no doubt about that I'm I'm actually happy to keep the footy finals up in Lonnie Jack for now I I wouldn't mind starting to see the roller out at Blunston (laughs) Arena we're getting close to cricket season uh, and it it often does enough anyway so it's time to get the roller out there but 
flatten it right out. Um, but, mate, your reaction, I suppose, to the timeline and the decision um, going to be made early next year on the Tasmanian licence, what's your reaction to that? Yeah, obviously really positive developments over recent weeks. I think, um, first and foremost, the actual Colin Carter report um, itself, anyone that's actually read it in detail, and I've read it um, three times now, I thought it was so good. Um, it's really, really positive for Tasmania and actually talks about more than just one option, talks through three options, which um, for a long time, I don't think we had an option at all. So um, really, really positive and the conversations have obviously unfolded from there. So uh, we're, in a, we're in a good space when it comes to Tasmanian footy finals here, um, having meaningful conversations around a licence. Um, we've also had a pick-up in participation off the back of a COVID year where we were really disrupted from a playing point of view. So we've bounced back to numbers above 2019. So... Uh, there's a lot of things that are going well in Tassie footy at the moment. Um, yeah, it's really exciting. One of those factors in Tasmania football, which has remained and connected us to, to the AFL system, um, has been the, the sponsorships of the Hawthorne and, and North Melbourne Football Club. It's been a bit of a, um, well, a political point that, that Peter Gutman's made in terms of not committing to those contracts without knowing that timeline and the date that the timeline is going to be set. Uh, have you got a? Have you got any thoughts, or have you got any uh, information on on where those two contracts sit now that we have got the timeline, and will they be renewed? And can we expect Hawthorne and North Melbourne to be hosting games down south next year? I'd expect them to be renewed, and I'd expect games to take place next year in Tassie. I think um, those conversations will um, pick up in earnest right away now that um, the timeline piece has been squared away with uh, Peter Gutman and Gill. So I, I think, um, which which is great. I don't think we're at risk of not seeing footy content in the state from an AFL point of view next year, which um, may have been a conversation at one point. I think uh, both Hawthorne and North Melbourne are dead keen to, to get on with talks. So I'd expect that'll be cleaned up pretty nice and quickly. Yeah, mate. Now also, we've got three young boys from, um, from Tassie, Sam Banks, uh, Baker Smith, both from Clarence, and Will Splan um, from North Hobart. They've got the AFL Combine coming up. How have um, AFL Tasmania been supporting and and helping them navigate what's coming up for them? Yeah, it's been a it's been a frustrating year for our boys um, in the Devils program and involved with the NAB League. It's been a bit stop start. They got a decent run of it at the start, um, but obviously the last little period because of the events in Victoria, it's. It's been a bit disjointed, which is frustrating, but luckily they've had local footy to go back to and and play with their TSL clubs, which is fantastic. But Sam Banks, for a long period, um, has applied himself really, really well. Um, He's a a natural leader, and I'd be stunned if we don't sort of hear him in draft contention. Uh, Baker Smith's uh, equally been really, really good, particularly for Clarence this year. And Will Splane's one that's emerged more on the the latter half of the year. He's actually drawn a few Jack Rewell c- comparisons. So, um, really? uh, Must be a gun, uh, Yes, yes. He, <laughs> uh, he, they played an intra-club the other week, 1917s, and he, and he kicked a bag and looked the dominant player on the ground. So uh, really strong set of hands, um, footy smarts, yeah, ability to play both ends of the ground. So, um, yeah, no, Splenny's one that's come out of the box and, and looking really Jack, good. Jack's so yeah, played the... back. <laughs> I actually played back uh, 2004. Five, I reckon, for Tasmania at yeah. the national championships, and and it makes me feel old because I actually played against Will Splann's old man as well. He might have played. <laughs> I think I was running against him. Yeah, he played well. me a couple of times. <laughs> Gilly, the last one before we leave, mate, and thank you for for joining us, mate. We really do appreciate it. 
Uh, local footy wise, who's going to win the who's going to win the flag in the TSL? It's been uh, it's been an interesting uh, year and it, probably an interesting last fortnight with the the Clarence result against Launceston and uh, Kingborough as well um, so participating in finals for the first time for a while. Do we sort of is it fate or complete that North Launceston will continue to to win or where do you see that one lying at the moment? I think Launceston are the team to beat. Um, I think for a large period of the, the season, it looked like there was a fairly sizable gap between Launceston and the rest. But then Dylan Riley, who will still win the Hudson medal um, despite doing his ACL with five or so rounds to go, uh, that sort of impacted them a little bit without Dill in their forward 50. But I think come finals, Mitch Thorpe will get them going. And I, I think they'll be too good. Um Clarence are probably my pick for anyone else. Um, I think if they can get it all working, albeit they've got a few injury worries, um, their best footy is probably the closest to Launceston. But it will be fascinating. I think uh, the top four of all at different stages look really, really strong this season. Tigers have probably uh, been, in some ways, the story of the season, some of the footy that's emerged from uh, down south at the Twin Ovals. So, yeah, no, it would be a cracker, but I'd, I'd be picking Lonnie, unfortunately, for you guys, being Clarence guys. <laughs> well, Gilly, I'm disappointed to hear that, but uh, the ruse are coming good at the right time. Mate, uh, thank you for joining us. It is a massive week, and no doubt you're probably the busiest man in Tasmanian football this week, setting up for the, those two AFL finals. I still kick myself when I'm talking about this. It's such an amazing thing for Tasmanian footy, but Gilly, thanks for joining us on SEN Hobart. Thank you, boys. Cheers. Well, there we go, Paney, the CEO of AFL Tasmania, Damien Gill, and rapt to hear what he's got to say. Uh, right after the break, we'll have more.